Hello and welcome to Wisdom Trek. This is Guthrie Chamberlain and I'm your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our seven day a week, seven minutes of wisdom podcast. This is day 149 of our trek and yesterday we explored the trail of how to change begins with choice and how making the proper choices and how we treat others will allow us to become a person of influence. Today we will explore the difficult trail of overcoming procrastination. We are recording our podcast from our studios at Home 2 in Charlotte, North Carolina, although we will be at the big house this week when the episode is aired. It is really a blessing to be able to work remotely from any location, as long as we have an internet connection. As technology continues to improve, it will become even easier in the future. But we need to get started right now because we have a long trail ahead of us, and we don't want to procrastinate any longer, so let's head out on our trail as we have a discussion about how easy it is to put off our responsibilities how we allow non-important interruptions to distract us from doing what is most important. This is an age-old issue, but there are so many distractions both offline and online it is very difficult not to procrastinate, especially if you're not real disciplined in your focus. Perseverance is so important to make sure that we continue on life's trail toward the summit. Perseverance is about as important to achievement as gasoline is to driving a car. Sure, there will be times where you feel like you're spinning your wheels, but you'll always get out of the rut with genuine perseverance. Without it, you won't even be able to start your engine. So today's topic is perseverance versus procrastination. The opposite of perseverance is procrastination. Perseverance means that you never quit. Procrastination means that you never get started. Although the inability to finish something is also a form of procrastination. Ask people why they procrastinate, and you'll often hear something like this. Well, I'm a perfectionist. Everything has to be just right before I can get down to work. No distractions, not too much noise, no telephone calls interrupting me, and of course, I have to be feeling well physically too. I can't work if I have a headache. The other end of procrastination is being unable to finish, and it also has a perfectionist explanation. Here are some of the excuses that you'll hear. I'm just never satisfied. I'm my own harshest critic. Unless all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed, I just can't consider that I'm done. That's just the way I am. I'll probably never change. Do you see what's going on here? The fault is turned into a virtue. The perfectionist is saying that their standards are just too high for this world. Their fault into virtue syndrome is a common defense when people are called upon to discuss their weaknesses. But in the end, it's just a very pious kind of excuse making. It certainly doesn't have anything to do with what's really behind procrastination. The basic of procrastination could be the fear of failure. That's what perfectionism really is once you take a hard look at it. What's the difference whether you're afraid of being less than perfect or afraid of anything else? You're still paralyzed by fear. What's the difference of whether you never start or never finish? You're still stuck. You're still not going anywhere. You're still overwhelmed by whatever task is before you. You're still allowing yourself to be dominated by a negative vision of the future. In your mind, you see yourself being criticized, laughed at, punished, or ridden out of town on a rail. Of course, this negative vision of the future is really a mechanism that allows you to do nothing. It is a very convenient mental tool. But today, we're going to look at how to overcome procrastination. And I'm going to show you how to turn procrastination into perseverance. And if you do what I suggest, the process is virtually painless. It involves using two very powerful principles that foster productivity and perseverance instead of passivity and procrastination. The first principle is break it down. No matter what you're trying to accomplish, whether it's writing a book, climbing a mountain, or painting a house, the key to achievement 
is your ability to break down the task into manageable pieces and knock them off one at a time. Focus on accomplishing what's right in front of you at this moment. Ignore what's off in the distance someplace. Substitute real-time positive thinking for negative future visualization. That's the first all-important technique for bringing an end to procrastination. Suppose I were to ask you if you could write a 365-page novel. If you're like most people, this would sound like an impossible task. But suppose I would ask you a different question. Suppose I ask you to write one page a day for one year. Do you think you could do it? Now the task is starting to seem more manageable. We are breaking down the 365-page book into bite-sized pieces. Even so, I suspect that many people would still find the prospect intimidating. Do you know why? Writing one page may not seem so bad, but if you're being asked to look ahead for a whole year, when people start to look that far ahead, many of them automatically go into negative mode. So let me formulate the idea of writing a book in yet another way. Let me break it down even more. Suppose I would ask you, can you fill in one page with words, not for a year, not for a month, not even for a week, but just for today? Don't look any further ahead than that. I believe that most people would confidently declare that they could accomplish that. Of course, these would be the same people who would feel totally incapable of writing an entire book. If I said the same thing tomorrow, if I told you, I don't want you to look back and I don't want you to look ahead. I want you to just fill up one page today. Do you think you could do it? One day at a time. We've all heard that phrase. We're breaking down the time required for a major task into one day segments. And we're breaking down the work involved in writing a 365 page book into one page increments. Keep this up for one year and you'll write the book. Discipline yourself to look neither forward nor backwards and you can accomplish the things you never thought you possibly could. And it all begins with those three words. Break it down. My second technique for defeating procrastination is also three words long. The three words are, write it down. We know how important writing is to goal setting. The writing that you'll do for beating procrastination is very similar. Instead of focusing on the future, however, we're now going to be writing about the present, just as you experience it every day. Instead of describing the things you want to do or the places you want to go, you're going to describe what you actually do with your time, and you're going to keep a written record of the places that you actually go. In other words, you're going to keep a journal of your activities. You're going to be surprised by the distractions, detours, and downright waste of times that you engage in during the course of a day. All of these get in the way of achieving your goals. For many people, it's almost like they planned it that way. And maybe, at some subconscious level, they did. The great thing about keeping a time journal is that it brings all of this out into the open. It forces you to see what you're actually doing and what you're not doing. A time journal doesn't have to be anything elaborate just buy a little spiral notebook that you can easily carry in your pocket. And when you go to lunch, when you drive across town, when you go to the drive cleaners, when you spend some time shooting the breeze with your co-workers or family, make a quick note of the time that you begin the activity and the time that it ends. Try to make a notation as soon as possible if it is convenient to do so immediately. If it is inconvenient to do it immediately, you can do it later, but you should make an entry in your time journal at least once every 30 minutes and you should keep this up for at least a week, preferably two. Break it down, write it down. These two techniques are very straightforward, but don't let that fool you. These are powerful and effective productivity techniques that allow you to put an end to procrastination and help you to get started in achieving your goals. Focus on what you need to accomplish today, and then tomorrow you can focus on what needs done tomorrow. 
Matthew chapter 6, verse 34 reminds us, So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. And I would say that's some wise advice. So on our trek today, we identified the causes for procrastination, and we set forth the plan that will help you to recognize it and start on the trail to prevent it. So let's continue on tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy, and we will learn the eight traits of a healthy relationship. And that'll finish our podcast for today. Remember to listen to your daily dose of wisdom at wisdom-trek.com or subscribe at iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spreaker, or YouTube so that the episodes will be downloaded to you automatically each day. And please share Wisdom Trek with your friends and families through email, Facebook, Twitter, or in person when you meet them and invite them to come along with us on our Wisdom Trek each day. I'm sure that they will appreciate it. The journal for today's trek can be found at wisdom-trek.com Thank you for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, your friend, as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal each day. As we take this trek together, let us always live abundantly or fully, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and leave a living legacy each day. This is Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.